Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, one and all. Episode 140. You're listening to the world-famous Howlin' Chard Sports Lodge. I'm Howlin' Chard. Sports Lodge. You're in the lodge. Get in the lodge. Visit the sauna in the basement. Oh, yeah. That's John. Hi, John. How you doing, Brandon? Good. Merry Christmas. And to you as well. Um, We did not defeat uh, Christmas this year. We're going to try next year. The war on Christmas is unwinnable, I think. Well, we'll see. I'm not going to stop. And then we've also got Stu here. Hi, Stu. Hey guys, uh, how's it going? It's beautiful. That's perfect. Perfect timing. We are not sure about the whereabouts of Clarence Swamptown. He is either running late or on the lam. I would say probably fifty-fifty at this point. Um, well, he's going. He's also going to uh, Northwestern Wisconsin for New Year's Eve. So, uh, you know. So he's probably all getting um, shots. He's out getting. He's shots. in the hospital getting IVs right now. Yeah. Just a <laughs> liquor, road salt, mane and tail shampoo for a fresh, healthy coat. It's 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 gonna be it's just gonna be a banger. Buying is it's good before you go to Wisconsin. Get your lice shampoo, yes. beforehand, because you don't want to be there and you know have to run out when you're itching like crazy. Yeah. That's my yeah. advice to you for going to Wisconsin. Yeah. So we got some sports to discuss today, Vikes and Wild and Wolves. And, of course, we've got our three-hour analysis of the Quick Lane Bowl that we'll get to. Um, it's what we promised. It's what we'll deliver. Uh, we are nothing if not men of our words. Word? Words? Yep. We're men's of our words. We're men's of our word. Um, and we'll see what else we talk about. Maybe some tangents. We'll see what happens. Stu, let me ask you a question. There's a few different scenarios coming up this weekend, the big game against the Vikes and the Packers. How do you want this to play out? Like, What's your ideal scenario coming out should of this we run, weekend? Should we run through the scenarios quick? Scenario one, I'm going to... Okay, so scenario one is... I don't know them. Can you guys do the scenario? <laughs> I don't have any idea. I was going right. to try to play. Scenario through. one, the Vikings win on Sunday night. They will host Green Bay in the first, or host Seattle in the first round of the playoffs. I'm sorry. No matter what Seattle does, if they win, they host. Right, right, because they would have either the same record or a better record than Green Bay. And since uh, Green Bay has a uh, tiebreaker on them, they would um, be the um, Green Bay would be five and Seattle would be six. Okay, okay, we've got it down. That's All option right. number one. Option two: the Vikings lose. And Seattle also loses 
the Vikings would go to Washington in the first round of the playoffs. Correct? Vikings lose, Seattle loses, Vikings go to Washington. Okay? Yep. Right. Okay. And if the Vikings lose and Seattle wins, the Vikings would go straight back to Green Bay for the playoffs. I'm not even sure they'd come home. Just call they up just the stay at the paper stay mill America. In, in the um, Appleton Metroplex. Terrible smell. It's, it's well known that since the days of Red McCombs, the Vikings have exclusively stayed in Motel 6s. Your home for the thirty nine ninety nine room. Mm-hmm. It's tough to be. So, you can pour that, that money back free. in scouting. They're going to go ahead and they're just going to extend their stay for a couple extra days. Mm-hmm. One day they're going to sleep on somebody's floor. Rick mm-hmm. Steelman's college buddy is just going to let them crash and they're going to get through it. It's going to be fine. Bring your own food if you want to eat. <laughs> uh, okay, so those are the three scenarios. Um, okay, so let's play out what you want to have happen and then maybe we'll get into what we think is going to happen. I'll tell you, number one, I more than anything, and I said this last week, I don't want them to play at Green Bay again. I just don't want that to happen. I don't have any confidence in them winning this week or winning next week. And I just, I can't imagine the shame for both myself and my entire family, really the whole state of Minnesota, (laughs) if the Vikings lost games in consecutive weeks at Lambeau Field. It just, I don't want to, I don't want to deal with that. You, okay. So the, that's your worst case scenario. You'd rather go. You'd rather host Seattle, even though Seattle's better than Green Bay, yes. purely because of the the shame Absolutely. that would be brought among. It's not worth the risk to you to play Green Bay, who's worse than Seattle. They seem a lot worse than Seattle. They have been at least. I would rather lose forty two to nothing to Seattle in the first <laughs> round of the playoffs <laughs> than lose on lose by a combined total of three points to the Packers in consecutive weeks. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's uh, fair and valid, and I'm guessing a very common, uh, a common desire from yep. other Minnesotans. Would we? I think the question is: Would we take? Well, that doesn't really make sense. I guess. Never mind. I, I'm going to back up. But if the Vikings beat if the Vikings beat Green Bay this week, would we take a loss in the first round of the playoffs to Seattle? Just for the, if that was a trade off, would you take it just for the pure joy of watching the Packers lose and have to go on the road in the playoffs? Because hmm. I will say, one of the things I've enjoyed about the current crop of the increasingly lost season Packers is that they always seem to lose at home in the playoffs. It's so delicious. And there's just nothing so better hot. than the Packers losing at home in the playoffs because they just have. They have this idea down in Green Bay that every playoff game there is the ice bowl and no other team could possibly win it Lambeau Field in the, the winter time. The mystique and the fans, and yes. <laughs> they lost a playoff game to Donovan McNabb. Donovan McNabb <laughs> beat him there. Michael Vick beat him there. Pretty much everyone has beat them there. Everybody oh. takes a turn. They're the town bicycle yeah. at this point. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. No. It, it really is just the most enjoyment you can get without actually having your team win. It's, it's, it's nice. the, sh- the shame of it is that there's no chance for the Vikings to win this week and then go back to Lambeau and beat the Packers again next week. That would have been the yes. perfect scenario. 
Right. Is there a scenario that could get there, get them there the following week? No. Because no. if they win, then they they have it will not be a limbo on them. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, we were really dreaming there for a second. Yeah. Yeah. It's a shame. Yeah. I guess you could go so far as to say, if they won this week. And then one in the playoffs, then maybe they could host somehow host Green Bay in like an NFC Championship game, and that would also be wonderful. Yeah, who wouldn't? So maybe that? that's what that's what we should hope for right there. That maybe. would just be just blood on the wall everywhere. I mean, the city would run <laughs> run red with cheese and blood. <laughs> Somebody would set the entire city of Hudson on fire. I just think <laughs> the Hudson Fire of 2016 <laughs> is what they would call it. It just burned completely to the ground. Somebody goes over there on the Sunday. The right. whole well, barns and heads battling in the muck and the mire. Uh, I hope that happens. The muck and the mire. The muck and the mire of Hudson, Wisconsin. And, or what's left of it, I should say. I just want to step out of the Viking stock for a second to mention that the Wolves are up eight with two minutes to go. Oh, good. And the other day, Sam Mitchell was all about I think it was against the Spurs. He played his youngest possible team in the fourth quarter and just watched them get absolutely slaughtered. And he was like, well, time to go young with this. And I was like, oh, I guess we're giving up. We're we're just going to go young in the fourth quarter. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. Let's see how these young guys can play together. Well, there's two minutes left in this game, and both Kevin Garnett and Tayshawn Prince are in there. So it's almost, I'd say almost, like Sam Mitchell is just making this up as he goes. Yeah, exactly. He, uh... <laughs> I guess it's hard. I, I... Oh, anyway, we'll, we'll get back to the wolves. We'll get back to the wolves. I just wanted to mention that right now while I was thinking of it, and also give Brandon a score update since he's now watching the game. Thank you. I did ask you to uh, to do that, so I appreciate it. Sounds like that's good news so far. Um, the best case scenario here in terms of a playoff matchup is Washington, right? I know yeah. they're they're good, but they are certainly not as good as Seattle. Haven't been. They're weirdly good at home, though. Okay. Okay. Like Kirk Cousins is like good somehow. And, and Jordan Reed gets three touchdowns a game now. Yeah. Jordan Reed's just an animal and Kirk Cousins turns good instead of Kirk Cousins at home. It's weird. Yeah. But he won he won me a fantasy league. That's how I know that this is true. So Good for you. Congrats. Yeah. yeah hey. It's big. It's big. It's good. It's good for me. So that's the best case, sort of. All right, here here comes Clarence Swamptown. Oh. Oh, you're oh. dialing him in? Dialing in. Oh, boy. On the Sportive Hotline. God, Clarence Swamptown. I hope Mrs. Swamptown answers. Fuck. I'm here. Damn it. Ah. It's just Clarence. Hi, Clarence. Damn it. Hey, buddy. Sorry to disappoint, like always. Uh, that's okay. Clarence, we're just talking about the, the Vikings... Potential playoff. We're talking about how Washington is strangely good at home, and Kirk Ch- Kirk Cousins is a weird man child at home, and he's good, and we can't figure out why, and it infuriates and confuses us. Hmm. So, you, it, if you had to rank them, the the three options: uh, Seattle, Green Bay, or Washington. Uh, what did you? What's the consensus? We well, didn't settle on one. I don't think we haven't yet. We're what, talking it out. It's group. What's your opinion, Clarence? We'd like to hear from you now that you're here. Hmm. Uh, it's the Vikings, so I uh, am terrified of playing Green Bay in Green Bay. I, I know how that movie ends. <laughs> uh, Seattle destroyed 
the Vikings at okay. home. I think Washington uh, will just be happy to be there. I think they're kind of surprised to be in the playoffs. And, and they're as surprised by how well Cousins is playing as we are, uh, as you are. Um, they're all like, holy, holy shit, look at this guy. Who's, who's this, this asshole? This guy's doing pretty well. Um, and they'll just be happy to be there. So I think I would take Washington 1. Um, you know, probably Seattle 2 and Green Bay 3. But kind of Seattle to a Green Bay to B. Yeah, yeah I, I think that's that's pretty much where I'm at, although I honestly think Washington's going to win its first round game just because that's how goofy the NFL tends to be. Yeah, that would fit with the ongoing goofiness of the National Football League. Like mm-hmm. the, team, the shittiest team that gets in, like remember, like when New Orleans or Seattle, their yep. their run started, they got in like at seven, eight, and one, and then they kicked the hell out of New Orleans after they won the Super Bowl. And well, I'm not, and I'm not saying that the Vikings would would beat no. Washington. You're no, just I'm, gonna, I'm picking against I'm picking against the Vikings no matter who they play. In the first yeah, that's the angle I'm trying to take. <laughs> I guess I could see that happening more than any of the other. I could see Washington just being happy to be there yeah. more than any other option that would. Lean in the Vikings' favor. Yeah. Well, there's part of me that just wants... I know they would never do this, and they're trying to win the division, and they all want to beat Green Bay very badly. But there's part of me that just wants them to rest a bunch of guys and just be like, sorry, we're not even trying. Sorry, Green Bay, we're not going to give you the satisfaction of beating can us. You, the okay, early. John, John, can you imagine if they do that and then they lose in the first round of the playoffs, Suhan's column the day after about <laughs> resting be... them about how when men played the national football league, this <laughs> never happened. And it, I, oh. I can't, I don't think Zimmer has that gene. No, I don't think so I want to be clear. They would never do that, nor should they do that because they no. should try to win the no, division. You know, I mean, if they are like, if there's someone with like a legitimate injury, then like, you know, if, if Joseph is like, guys, this, my yeah. ankle is just, I, I gotta yeah. give me a week. Then yeah, yeah. definitely sit him. But Zimmer has been saying all year that he wants the NFC North. I take him at his word. I'm not saying that should happen. I just, I don't want to give Packers fans any sort of satisfaction whatsoever. I'd love to beat him by three touchdowns. That'd be great. (sighs) Yeah, I don't think we're going to have a Mark Madsen shooting seven threes in a game scenario play out (laughs) this week. (laughs) Your starting quarterback, Sean Hill. (laughs) Wildcat again with Cordero Patterson. Another fumble. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he doesn't know where he's going. Uh, yeah, I don't see that happening at all. And it, it is good to, I mean, I know in a way it would work out even if they lose, you know, but it is good to be at home. Yeah. yeah. No matter. And Seattle obviously is beatable. They've lost a bunch of games to shitty teams yeah. this year. Um, I know they're good. Against Minnesota. And they basically just can't beat St. Louis. I don't know why. It's the very, it's the weirdest thing. Jeff it's Fisher weird. is the most average coach in the whole world, but he's got Pete Carroll's number. Yeah, I mean, it's. Odd. I mean, yeah, and they, it's just they're down to like God. Who's they got? Christine Michael and like the other Kurt Warner is out of retirement or something. I don't, <laughs> no, Kurt they Warner. no one to give the ball to. They're basically relying on Wilson being able to roll out and hit like that locket kid and. Well, all um, of a sudden, Luke, Doug Baldwin Wilson is the best yeah. receiver in the league. Yeah. I don't know. Or him and Jordan Reed. Yeah. So who knows? I don't know who why knows? we keep bringing up how random the NFL is after every single week and still think it's surprising to us. Yeah. 
Boy, it didn't make sense again this week. I know. How does That's it the 67th straight week that it hasn't made any sense whatsoever. There's yeah. a no discernible pattern. That's why I think, like, for as much... Um, uh, that we've talked about Vikings having, you know, not the hardest schedule and things have broken their way. Like, just get to the playoffs. I don't give a shit about any of whatever. Like, just get to the playoffs is the key, and, and they've done that. So it's it's exciting either way, and I don't think that there's um, – like, we could – the Vikes could be the, you know, the Ravens of three years ago or whatever very easily. So, so it's exciting no matter what, which is great. And we've got a very fun game on Sunday night. Excitement is good. Yep. Yes. So uh, I also wanted to ask it. So who uh, amongst us has actually went to a game at TCF Vikings game? I went no to Vikings. Two Gophers games, no Vikings games. I'm over. I went the Favre game where he got hurt. Only Vikings game I've been to in my life. One game your whole life. The one where the roof collapsed and they had to play at TCF. Interesting. And what happened in that game? I don't remember. Who was it that picked Favre up and body slammed him t- through the turf? Uh, was I Bears, think that's what happened. Was, uh, who was their big defensive uh, Richard line? Dent. It was Richard Dent? No, oh, Rick he, Dent. Rick Dent is, was like 50 at that time. Okay. Uh, was it Peppers? It might have been Peppers. Dick I Dent. don't fucking remember. Chris, I, yeah, I was drunk. Uh, everybody was drunk. Whole stadium, um, everybody, the security guards, the players, <laughs> cheerleaders, cheerleaders, mascot, the kids in the uh, choir doing the national anthem, obliterated. I, I still, the, the, my everlasting memory of it was, uh, of that game was, end of the game, walking out, you know, down the stairs, uh, you know, the, the processional of everybody leaving. And uh, looking behind the seats at the shrapnel left behind by everybody, you know, many liquor bottles, um, cigarette butts. There was a condom. Like, <laughs> how? It, how? It is 12 degrees. Oh, the is not warm either. You have eight inches of clothing. How do you even get your you got to have nine inches of cock to get out of eight inches. I mean, I'm not the greatest at math, but I can do that math. You got eight inches of clothing. You got to have nine inches of cock. That's just the way. And science. That's math. That's how science works. We know math. At least eight and a half. Wow. So um, that game was just so much fun. <laughs> what I remember about that game, I wasn't there, but. It, at the time, the Gophers were considering, well, are we going to have liquor sales here? Are we not going to have liquor sales here? And then the Vikings came in, just like Caligula on wheels to this game. Ragnar was driving Chris Carter on a snowmobile because it was they were saluting like the top 50 Vikings of all time that game. And I remember Ragnar on a snowmobile on the field with Chris Carter riding behind him, like holding on to his shoulders. Somebody told me by the second quarter, one of the vendors was just wandering around going, mixers, get your mixers here. <laughs> nice. It was so much fun. Oh, God, that was great. Well, anyway, so 
all that said, I was I was at one last year as well, one Vikings game at TCF Bank Stadium. To answer your question from 20, 10 minutes ago, Brandon, where were you going with that question? I was wondering if you are going to miss the outdoor stadium. Uh, yes. You like it. Oh, it, it, The new one should have been built outdoors. The new one should be an outdoor stadium. Football it, should be played outdoors, not indoors. Is, is this... Uh, call me old school, call me a dinosaur i don't give a shit what you call me but that's it, just the way i feel so is but is this you being an old school dinosaur i don't know no i just <laughs> I, maybe I, I just prefer I, I don't like i mean tcf obviously got artificial turf i would prefer that it be played on real grass outdoors in the elements just what i prefer i just think that's the way football should be played there's nothing more like, fun than watching a snow too. game when it's a playoff game that's Amen. just the best thing on planet earth is it because be just the the comedy and the randomness, the aesthetics? I think it's just it's just fun. It's it it's is just... the aesthetic. I think the aesthetics is the perfect descriptor. It's the aesthetics. I think that's fair. I'm not going to go full poochie on you on this one. That said, I do I like think... the fact that I like it. I like that the Super Bowl is played at like you know some warm weather place. Just you know, I don't. Know, I like that too. I like the the both of them. I'm, I'm a, I'm a, you just love I, it all. You know, I, I, I warm weather, multiple. cold weather, it's yes. just outdoors on real grass. That's it. Okay, I'm, I'm with you. I'm most. I'm. Here's the thing, though, that with, I think should be brought up. Uh oh. Back, back in the day, I'm reliably told at the days of Met Stadium that everybody thinks of as the classic days of Vikings fandom. They used to have playoff games at my Met Stadium that they didn't even sell out because nobody wants to go sit outside when it's five degrees below zero. Right. Well, you also have to remember Met Stadium was horrible. It was a really bad place to, to watch True. a football game. But this idea that everybody loved it and it was this jewel that nobody wanted to see gone, this, this wonderful experience of watching football outdoors. Watching football outdoors in the winter sucks. It's the worst. I can't account for what other people, how other people feel, or what other people do. I can only account for myself and what I like. And in my opinion, that's what I like. I think that and we're having two I, different conversations, though. One, you're, you're talking about watching, and John's talking about attending. No, I don't give a shit if nobody attends. Zero people attend. You know, the, and the truth is, the NFL doesn't really care either. No, oh, nobody showed up. Oh, is the game still on TV? That's fine. We're gonna we have plenty yeah. of money. Right. Exactly. But, well. And it's not the NFL, it's football, because that's why they play bowl games that nobody attends, because it's on television. Mm-hmm. They don't give a shit if people go to the Bahamas Bowl. The fuck do they care? Yeah, yeah, exactly. What did I see? Something about the Bahamas Bowl. Everybody was complaining, why does this game exist? Who watches it? And it drew like something like a 1.2 rating. Or <laughs> it was better by Popeye's I watched it. <laughs> it I watched it. I did, too. I watched the Bahamas Bowl. It's I, like, watched the whole, I watched the whole I bet you... All but like fifteen minutes of it. I said, "What else am I going to do?" Right now, right now, Louisville, which was seven and five this year, is Washington playing Texas A and M, which was eight and four this year. And I guarantee you, this game will get a better TV rating than all but two World Series games, three <laughs> NBA Finals games, and every game of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Probably. <laughs> I know. Anyways, I know nothing about either one of these teams, but it's like, yeah, turn it on. What the heck? It's bowl season. Yeah, fun. I watched the uh, part of the Baylor North Carolina game yesterday. That was a fun one. It was a really fun, fun one. 
I mean, I got into it in like midway through the third quarter, and they're flashing up like Baylor has 430 yards rushing. They've passed it like twice all game because they're all their quarterbacks are hurt. So now they only have running backs. And I, as I was watching, they proceeded to run like 250 more yards. Like all they did was run, and they were getting seven yards. Are all games like a a glorified? Pro Bowl where no one wants to get hurt, or was this just some random ass? That's, ba- that, that's Baylor's, like, they're, they're they're you know they're putting up that many in the regular season too. Yeah, they're, it was just amazing. Crazy. I just wasn't sure if maybe it becomes one of those things where guys are like you know what I'm not going to get hurt. It's just going to be a high flying sort of high like action a Pro game. Bowl type of situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bowl games do tend to be sort of a special thing unto themselves where a team like Baylor might decide, eh, what if we don't throw the ball the whole game? Right. Let's just see what happens. Well, there was that one game, too, where Boise did, like, a Statue of Liberty. Oh, that yeah. was an awesome game. And guys yeah, were like, really that shit game. would never happen if it was a national championship. But it's like, I don't give... I, that was awesome. That was so great. That's why That's why bowl games are around. They're very Well, that was a BCS game, at least. It wasn't yeah. just some random Bahamas bowl game. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Uh, but people were saying, like, that wouldn't have happened in the in the championship as if that was a bad thing. True. It's like, no, yeah, that was true. great. I'm really happy that happened. Are we going to, are we going to talk about the quick lane bowl or is that? Ah, <laughs> oh, man. I mean, where Please do you start? I have to make a joke about John's brother being the OC. That was really, all we did last week. So <laughs> I have Poor six Dave. pages of notes here on the quick lane bowl that I want to <laughs> walk through. Should we just go like first drive and then go through? Drive away. They Offensive coordinator. What, what, what do you think of this guy? He sounds – here's the thing. I read the descriptions of he likes to mix the run in the pass. His teams run a lot. They're committed to running the ball. And I thought, this sounds exactly like Matt Grover. Like, exactly the things we heard about Matt Grover when he first came in or what we're hearing about this. What's his name? Jay Johnson? Something, Jay big, Johnson. something like that? Pride of Lakeville. What's <laughs> – wait, wait, so – Sir, you know why I pulled Mr. you over? Show What's your name? Member. Jay Johnson. Uh, Jay Johnson. <laughs> uh, all right, Mr. Johnson. You know how fast you were going? He's from Lakeville, and Leidner is from Lakeville. That that's too much Lakeville. That's I mean, a that's, lot of. That's more Lakeville than we can deal with. I mean, I'm a South Metro guy, and it's too much Lakeville in one on one team. Two Lakeville guys. That's the mixed stop. That's the, the Fleet Farm, Pizza yeah. Ranch, Pizza Ranch, Gainer Mountain, too, Hirschfields. Too much Lakeville. Gross. So I don't understand. It's like Tracy Clays is not from Minnesota. He's not a Minnesota guy. Did he have to like sign a contract when he got here? Yeah. Like you need to <laughs> only hire Minnesota guys. You need to now become a Minnesota guy where that you think that like makes somebody better or something. Well, just, I wasn't surprised, but why am I not surprised that he hired a Minnesota guy? That's fucking crazy. I think that's why he hired him. No, but I is it just coincidence? It's got to be. It's not like JJ hasn't. Jay Johnson hasn't been back here in like for like forty well since what yeah. eighty or something like that. He's been completely gone. I like to Iowa, think that it's coincidence, like, but it just happens all the time. Like he they maybe they offered it to a bunch of guys and then he I think Jay Johnson's been out of Minnesota longer than he was in Minnesota. I mean he moved away when he was eighteen, played college football in northern Iowa, and then like started coaching all over the country, and he's like forty something now. So he's been gone a long time. Imagine how many nursing homes he lived in. 
around the country. <laughs> He's pulled on so many random strings. Okay, so maybe, but I just it's just incredible how these things continue to be Minnesotans coming back and all these crazy well, who times. Who else are we talking about? Well, I mean, Tori and KG and all these Bart, you know, it's just whatever. It's I know oh. those are all different scenarios. I'm just talking about in the general sense. It's just like, why was I not even remotely surprised that it was a Minnesota guy coming back? Maybe that's the way it always is. Like he has at least a little bit of a tie here where it seemed to make sense for him. And it's, is it a big step up for him? I guess my point is I don't know what tie he has anymore. He has, right. He's been gone since ne- none of these the last time he lived in Minnesota, none of these kids he'll be recruiting or coaching were born. Right. Yeah. I mean, they were six, eight years from being born. He's just talking to all these recruits. So, how about that Mega Ball, huh? <laughs> That's a big deal. <laughs> yeah. So, Met Center, is that a thing? <laughs> Can't believe they took down Met Stadium, am I right? Yeah, the North Loop is a What about that guy? <laughs> Rudy Perpich. What do you think of him? <laughs> You guys ever go to the Shinders down on Hennepin Avenue? <laughs> Dicey. Some good nudie bags. Dicey place. Uh, yeah. Um, okay, so where is he? where has he been coaching? Lafayette? Louisiana Lafayette. Not Lafayette. Louisiana Lafayette. The uh, school that Alfred Payton went to, I believe. Raging Cajuns. The Cajuns, yep. Okay. Their, their mascot is a chili pepper. And he's been the, the offensive coordinator there as well. Yeah, for three years, I think he's been the OC at Lafayette. Hi. Can they hear me? Yep. I think they can hear Hi. We can hear you. Okay. Hello, hey. Stu's daughter. Sorry. Celia just got back from work, and she wanted to say hi. So. Work. Nice. Good job. Yeah. Gotta get Thanks for contributing to the economy. Way to go. We did. Why would a craft store sell hunting boots? That makes no sense. They asked me if I did. Okay. Sorry about that. It's... Sorry, little St. Cloud retail humor there for everybody. Boy, where where do you get good hunting boots in St. Cloud? <laughs> you don't get them at Crafts Direct, I can tell you that. Jesus Christ. It's sad. We, we have a Gander Mountain. We have a Fleet Farm. That's where you go get your hunting boots, right? Everybody knows that. I mean, Jesus. <sighs> I feel bad. Maybe if you wanted to bedazzle a hunting boot. Oh, my God. You, you, could, you can bedazzle anything. You can stencil. You can bedazzle. You can glitter bomb. You can. Oh, man. This is so up my alley right now. Oh yeah, yeah. If you want, if you want to make something look nice, you go to Crafts Direct. I probably know more about. I now know more about the inventory of Crafts Direct than I do about the resume of Jay Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sportive promise. That's the sportive <laughs> promise. We'll do Crafting Corner next week. <laughs> we can do that. Just give Celia um, on to talk about how to glitter bomb. We absolutely can do that. Uh, can I give a quick shout out to Clarence Swamptown? Sure. Um, he, he brought us something very uh, smart this week about the uh, bowl game, about how um, it being stupid for people saying the Gophers should not have accepted the bowl bid was completely <laughs> right, and he should be congratulated for having such a cogent, smart analysis of the take. That's all. Well, well, thank you, Stu. I guess where I'm coming from is, you know, when it comes to sports, anybody. There's going to be people that have any opinion. I mean, you dream up an opinion. Mm-hmm. There's somebody out there on Twitter that has it. So I believe it's, it's called Eggman. That, That's a yes. new term I've heard. 
Well, it's I've like straw man. It's like straw man, but it's an egg man. Where if you want to hear of a crazy opinion, you just search for it on Twitter and find it, and then be like, it's "Look open. at this idiot." Yep. This egg avatar has got an opinion. Yep. Yeah. So that's not. I wasn't saying you know it's crazy to. It's my point wasn't that it's uh, crazy that there's an opinion out there that the Gophers should have declined the bowl. My point was that it's people that comment on sports for a living that have this opinion like what where in the hell are you coming from where do the gophers have the right to deny anything what is the bowl game hurting who's it hurting what would be the downside of also, accepting it really what important is, what is po- your- a really important point here is they got money to do that got- there's like payouts. they just paid money to like two different south dakota schools to beat him in men's basketball. <laughs> yeah. Where is the, if you're going to go to Detroit for a bowl game, why not? It makes I can't for the life of me figure out. So I, I'll just call it out. It's Barrero and it's Roycey. And <laughs> I, I, try, I honestly really do try to give people the benefit of the doubt. I really do. So I'm searching out. All, all they would do on Twitter is say how ridiculous it was. How ridiculous. They never said why. So I went out searching for why. And I, I couldn't find it from Barrero. I couldn't find a reason why. He just kept saying how stupid it was. For Roycey, he did give a reason why. One, that I could find, and it was that in 1960-something, I don't, 1964, there was only eight bowl games, and now there's a billion, and they shouldn't have, Nebraska never would do something <laughs> like this. If you're going to criticize Roycey, it's going to go in his voice at some point. It has to, yeah. 1964, well, you, did, you know what? In 1964, you could take a fucking streetcar from Lindale to fucking Nokomis two for eight cents. Who gives a fuck? What does that have to do with anything? How many bowl games there were in 1964? It means nothing, zero, for deciding if you should go to the Quick Lane Bowl in 2015. They are two different things. They are fucking kumquats and the planet Uranus. There's completely different there's nothing relatable between those things that's your reason is because 50 years ago there was eight bowl games but what the fuck sense does that make you are paid for coming in sports for a living and that's your reasoning for why they shouldn't go to that bowl game other people walk up to them and hand them money i hand them a paycheck and say you're good at talking about sports thank you for doing that here's your paycheck for the week and this is the opinion they come up with that's your opinion and I'm fine with people having different opinions from me. If I can, I try to, okay, where are you coming from? Where, where did, and I have, again, I say it over and over. I prefer clarity to agreement. So all I want is a clear argument on where you're coming from. Right. I can't find it. That's your, that's your argument. Are you, you're going to be horseshit me. That's it. Yeah. I, I listen to Burrow from time to time just to kind of check in on what people are talking about sports wise. Cause you know, I, I don't feel like I'm following a ton of uh, the media types on Twitter, so that's how I try to stay connected. I have not been listening to him lately, so I have not heard him explain. Because we know the pros, even though they're not huge pros, we know why you would say yes to it, right? They're they're very obvious pros. I have not heard a con at all. Besides the, it's embarrassing. Is that what it is? Like you just should pride. It's basically pride in that it didn't used to be this way. Those are the two reasons I've heard. Any One, the, the Gophers have no right to pride. They, they don't. They don't have 
they don't have a right to the price. They they need to take anything they can get. They got a brand new coach. They get money. They need money. They need practices. They need all of it. Well, how about like the guys probably like playing football and want to like they're they're these are kids. They're eighteen, nineteen, twenty year olds. Like they'll probably would enjoy playing in that game. And they had they were invited to go to the game, and they probably get to go for free to a new place and. It'll be fun for them. Just, They're fucking no kids. Hotel, decent buffet, you know. It's probably you know something to do. Why not? I just thought it was ridiculous, and I'm, I'm still, my ears are open. Maybe Barrero gave a wonderful analysis of why he thinks it was a bad idea, and I just didn't hear it. But I did, I did go searching for it. I couldn't find it. Any listeners, uh, if you could point out a a good, because I, I I agree with you. I'd love to hear a good. Yeah. Kind of we're not stupid. We know there's too many balls. We know we're we're, we're very well aware. Oh, no shit. Yeah, I don't know what. No shit. That Thanks for the update. Deny it. We appreciate yeah, I don't, that. Well, I don't know I don't, if there are too many balls. Right? They seem like there's a good amount of balls. Yeah, it seems to be a pretty good. People fucking into. watch them. They're here for our entertainment, yeah. and we but watch yeah, them, and they sell advertisements, and they get money. Yeah, I think the payout for the quick lane bowl is one point two million. I mean. I'm, I'm sure there's connections like how many tickets you sell and stuff like that. But I mean, if you're the Gophers, why on earth would you turn that down? Oh, it I makes mean, no my sense. ears are open. Again, Somebody give me paid, a reason. They paid money for the South Dakota Jackrabbits to beat them in basketball. Paid <laughs> money. So it just it's fine that you would expect the Gophers will to make a point of of pride, which just. I think it would it only do Ving Rains' speech about pride from Pulp Fiction. It here, would. That's pride. Yeah, I was. That's kind of where I went to. I think it would only it just, be worth turning down if Roycey had to be the one to go into the locker room and and as the guys were packing <laughs> up for the trip and say, "Guys, gather around. This is why we're not going." In <laughs> and, <laughs> and explain to these kids about 1964 and just have to endure and and videotape that and put it on youtube then i would be fully in favor of declining this bowl game just for that footage of how fucking insane it would be for him to actually have to go tell tell somebody besides him just making stuff up so and we would also uh yeah i I guess i'd love to hear from those two as well maybe there's maybe they've written something somewhere open invite to both of you come on come on you're welcome on Mm-hmm. All we need is your email address. You can dial into the Google Hangout. It's a lot of fun here. I cut out three, four times a day or an episode. It's great. It's great times. Sportive, a sportive podcast. <laughs> what, what, am, what is this now? <laughs> oh, my There's God. There's the fatal flaw in your argument, Clarence. What's that? Oh, I was just doing Barrero. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. boy. Yeah, what's next uh, on John's list, Brandon? There's a smooth transition. Well, are we done talking about our thoughts on is Jay Johnson just so much of an unknown and we're. The, uh, we don't know. The program's so shitty right now, you're not going to be able to critique. I was just saying that we really haven't had time to do our full tape breakdown of all the tape of Louisiana Lafayette's games in the last three years. Okay. I think that that's fair. Really, it'll be important that we all get in the get in the video room this week, guys. Yeah, and yeah. they didn't make a bowl game this year because, well, like we mentioned, a lot of people go to bowls now. Yeah, but they yep. were in a bowl game this year. Fucking it did happen. Bowls. Mm-hmm. Uh, what conference oh, is Louisiana Lafayette in? Does anybody want to take a guess? At that I'll just say the SWAC. 
I don't know if it exists anymore, but I think they're in the SWAC. I'm going to say the WAC. It's them and uh, Andre Ware's Houston Cougars, and it's just them. Southern Louisiana Collegiate Mm. Conference. Southeast Louisiana. (laughs) I'm going to say the CELAC, Southeast Louisiana Athletic Conference. CELIAC. Yep, they can't eat. CELIAC. They're in the Sun Belt. They're in the Sun Belt, everyone. Sun Belt. Oh, there you go. They make good granola bars. Oh, sure, the old Sun Belt. The old Sun Belt. With, uh, you know, that other other school. Oh, is Alabama Birmingham in there? The the Blazers? Yeah. Hmm. The more you know. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H E L P. Bush is right. So we'll what, break what, down what, the Jay Johnson hire once we all get to the tape. Yep. Yep. We'll work some overtime this weekend. So I wanted to transition to the Minnesota Wild. Hey, and we got Clarence wow. and John here. I did not see this coming. I've gotten a, a question from a from a dear listener. It says, the Wild keep winning three of every five games. Are they channeling the spirit of Jacques Lemaire? You son Ooh. of a bitch. Is that a low bl- Is that a... They yeah, are channeling the spirit of Jacques John agrees with our they dear score listener. One, they score one goal, and then they just line up across the blue line. No, that's not at all what they do. Is are the you whole is the whole league like no. this now? Is that just the way it is, or are they that are they particularly the conservative? Like. That is not how they play. Uh, Jacques Lemaire's hockey was uh, an affront to the sport. I hated it. It made me less of a Wild fan than I already was, and I wasn't much of one to begin with. I was happy to see him go. And to even mention his name on this podcast. How dare you? <laughs> uh, no, it's, uh, they, are f- they are far better than any of Jock Lemire's teams. Now, he uh, got lucky in, what, 2 or whatever that was, and... They went far, and that's great. Anything can happen in the NHL playoffs. They are far better than any team Jock Lemire ever had. Can you can you educate us, Clarence? Because obviously, well, they obviously are, it's a different it's a different game now. And Jock Lemire is just sort of an insult because he was so uber defensive and so uber conservative that, as you mentioned, watching any game that a team coached by him was playing in was asking for a nap. But what is what is different between maybe today's game versus the game during the the heyday of Jack Lemaire or even between the Wild and the old Jack Lemaire Wild? They have, well, one, they have far more talent. 
just well, take away the, take away the um, the style of play that they have. Just on the roster, they have more talent. It was current. kind of fun watching Richard Park learn to skate that one year, though. <laughs> Start of the year, he's just out there. He had the little the little chair that he had to skate around with, and by the end of the year, he was doing pretty well. Oh, adorable! Yeah. He was on the team. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, you could. It, so they have more talent than they ever did. Uh, they they. You know, he was all about lockdown defensive hockey. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> fuck him. God, I hated him so much. Uh, and they're still just as strong defensively as they were then, but they're far better offensively than they were. They're far more puck possession team than they were under Jacques Lemaire. Uh, much more fun hockey. Now, they are inconsistent at times, and that may be, uh, and Lemaire's teams were too, because they weren't very talented. Um so and they share that trait, and maybe only that trait. Uh, Jack LeBear had some okay goaltending at the time, and the, the Wild had some okay goaltending. Maybe they share that trait, too. Um, they're strong defensively. I think they were more talented defensively than they were back then. Back then, it was just all system. Like you said, they'd line up four guys in the neutral zone, nice. and nobody could ever get across. But uh, incomparable. Is it? Are we trying to compare offensively? Is that what you're saying? Like, I know I'm saying as a whole, they are more talented, far more offensive. They play a different system, so as a whole, they are not comparable. So they're still not an offensive juggernaut, though, right? Mm, are they top ten in scoring in the league? I mean, I want to say they're a juggernaut. They're not the Oilers of the '80s or anything, obviously. But who is? Not many teams are. So um, I am on Hockey Reference, and it shows if you look at the Wild per season goals for, goals and then game. shows the yeah goals for goals against goals per game, and then it shows a ranking. So this year, well, don't go goals for because they play the least amount of games in the league. So it's got to be goals per game. So you got to so you got to measure them right if you're going to measure this year's game. Uh, okay, well, let's take away this year. They're twentieth right now, but they must not have played that many games or something. Uh, I think they played the least amount of games, or I could be wrong on that, but they have not played as many as most of the league. So they were fourteenth last year in goals, uh, goals four, and so above average. Above average. The other three for Yo, they've been between twenty and twenty-four. Every single season for Jack Lemaire, they were like twentieth to twenty-fourth. I've just been clicking as mm-hmm. fast as I can. They've so that part seems to be that they've always been. I'm not talking about in the past. I'm talking about this year. Okay. And what were they this year? Well, right now they're twentieth, but I don't know if it. I'm not able to to find. I'm sure there's a very simple way to find it, but. Um. You know, because that's just goals for. There's no goals per game, so I have to. Uh, look that up. So. I think they have far more offense. At the end of the day, they have far more offensive weapons than they ever had under at any time in Jock Lemaire's tenure. Right. Okay. It's not like they, they are not an offensive juggernaut. That's not what I'm saying. But they are far better offensively than they ever were, both in talent and production, under Lemaire. Yep. But didn't Brandon say that they're finishing? They're about the same place in goals scored in the league. I mean, he never. No, he didn't say that. 
<laughs> he didn't know is what he said. Every year besides this, they've been... And I'm talking about this year. But this year, okay, so goal... But this year, they're also 20th. I, I'm sorry, I, I don't know if I... I don't know if I'm getting the getting the point that Brandon's making here. This year they are not tied for ninth goals right. goals for per game. All right, that's what I said. They're in the top ten, so that's good. So well, this year they've point. turned it around. <laughs> yeah, I'm not arguing with you. I'm just trying to figure it out. All right, well, I'm glad we're all on the same page now. That took a minute, but we're all about getting things right, getting the facts right here on the sportive. So. I'm glad yeah, right. that we took the time. Yeah, right. Our hero said that first. Richard <laughs> It's important. It's the most important thing. So they basically, are inconsistent. So I will agree with John on that. They are inconsistent. And why? Is it, is it the coaching? Is it's it, veteran sycophancy. Is it, I, I, it could be a part of it. I, I actually think that is a part of it. Um, <laughs> is it health? Well, all teams get injuries. Nobody's yeah. ever 100%. Uh, I don't have an answer. I don't think anybody's got an answer. They are inconsistent. Started strong, now fading lately. Why? I don't know. They might be inconsistent short-term or throughout the season, but it feels like overall the past however many years they've been a very similar team in terms of ceiling and where they end up and all that sort of stuff. I think they are better this year than they have been in past years. So this this year they're better. Um, not I consistent. do. I think they're they're better. They're still inconsistent, but I I think they are a better team than they have been. John Mothala, counterpoint. <laughs> well, <laughs> we've mentioned this. We've mentioned this a bunch on the podcast, and the problem is they probably. But I guess we'll find out. If you're only comparing them to past teams and not the teams currently in the league, they are better. Yeah, I think point. I think they're a slightly better version of the same team they were that last year. I think they're the same defensively. They are the same in the net. They are. They're not the same in the net as they were last year. They're just the same as the end of last year. That's. I guess that's what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. They are. I don't want to say significantly better offensively I think they are better I don't know what and the <sighs> weird thing about the offensive it. improvement is it's it's hard to put anything down to it but it might just be that Miko Koivu is having a much better year this year oh, Vanek is Vanek's uh, also having a much better year Vanek's resurgence is I think the key to the offense personally I do it I might mean, it's probably helpful when the guy's not under a gambling investigation. That does well, you can't matter. understate if it's, it's the gambling, if it's health, if it's a combination of those two. Uh, you can't understate his. You can't overstate his importance. So plus he was he was quoted in the paper this morning making fun of Adina. So everybody <laughs> loved every minute of it. Is he he was under an investigation? And this is the first year that it's been. I don't know what the status of that gambling or? thing is. Nobody's they mentioned lately that he might be about to go to federal prison, so. Huh. It could be like, you know, when I go to Thanksgiving and one of my uncles just isn't there. Like one game, he just will be in prison, just like my uncle. <laughs> <laughs> what, why isn't Vanek here? Oh, 
They make oh, he's in prison. Oh, that okay. makes sense. All right. Well, maybe next year. He's not a sovereign nation. Uncle Randy is not. <laughs> uh, if you guys care about the smart guy statistics, SRS is our friend Hans from Hockey Reference. Mm-hmm. Uh, no longer. Uh, no, formerly of Hockey Reference. No, he's ba- he's back to baseball now, right? No, I just meant yep. he was he used to be on Hockey Reference, and I think he set yep. up a lot of these things. Uh, SRS is average goal differential and strength of schedule. They are right now eighth, which is in the NHL. Eighth in the NHL. Yep, that's pretty darn good. I mean, yeah. it... I looked at the at, at the advanced stats, the the Corsi stats the other day, and they were also top ten in those as well. So, and they were sixth they're last year. So they're they're good last year too. You're right. I mean, they're a good team in a good conference. Yep. That's that's the end of it. That's the way it's been. Well, one of these years, you had to think. Yeah. One of these years, the Blackhawks got to have a. <laughs> and enough of those guys will go to jail like finally. <laughs> yeah, they seem like they're always in the cusp of going to jail. So maybe just you never know. Yeah, hard to say. Maybe this is our year. Why not us? Why not now? It's a good point. I've never heard that asked in that. Format before, but it does. Why not us? Why not later this year? (laughs) Yes, yes, exactly. Uh, So, do you want to move on? Sure. For one more, I think segment. Yeah, we've had another uh, dear listener write in uh, and requested uh, an honest assessment of Andy Wiggins so far. I don't. Andy, this was my this was my question. And I want to, I want to, from Brandon, I want to get some sense of just who we're discovering Andrew Wiggins to be. Yeah. Because I haven't watched as much, as many Timberwolves games as you have. Um, I think that the jury is still a little bit out on him. So the. No. You have to take a stand. <laughs> you, have to, you have to have an opinion on him that cannot change. Clarence, this is supposed to be the time where you go get a beer. Aren't you thirsty? <laughs> I know you're thirsty. You've got to have. Wait, he empty. played for the Timberwolves? He plays in the Minnesota Timberwolves. Wise, Andrew oh, Wiggins. Okay. You're right. I'm going to get a beer then. There you go. Perfect. Um, the people who love Wiggins uh, are claiming he's an unbelievable athlete, justified number one pick. He already One very, very difficult thing to do in the NBA at his age is score, and he's already averaging over 20 points a game. He can get whatever shot he wants, and that's all the other skills will, will come later. People who are down on Wiggins are saying uh, he can't just be a scorer. He very rarely shows up in the box score with rebounds, assists, um, steals, blocks, yada, yada, yada. He, he just seems to be kind of a one-dimensional guy right now, and he's, he, and he's inefficient as well. So if you care about the, the smart guy stats, they are, they're not kind to him at this point. I don't even think he's considered league average. Um. So I think it's probably in the middle there somewhere. I I, I definitely am concerned that he's uh, he does seem to have all these these games where he's got twenty one points and on eighteen shots and it's one rebound and one assist and and that's about it for him, which isn't adding that much value. You know, like if you shoot that much, you should be able to score. So, um, but I also think a lot of it is not only age because I don't know if that's a huge as huge a factor in the NBA as it is in, in other leagues. Um, but it might be just really poor coaching. He takes so many long twos and, um, you never know when, 
the coaching staff may ask him to not go in and try to get rebounds to, to help guys leaking out or whatever. I, I don't really know the, the specifics of that, but the guys that I know that are smarter than me claim that that is potentially a valid explanation for why he doesn't show up that way. But, you know, needs to be better dribbling, needs to be a better passer. Those things maybe will come with time. Um, overall, I think he's pretty still very promising and still could be the superstar that he looks like he could be, but needs uh, a better coach. Shocker. Shocker point of view for me. I'm, I, <laughs> and it all comes please. back to Sam Mitchell. <laughs> Which maybe isn't fair, you know? I mean, there's... I think it's pretty fair. But there's, there's for sure... We talk about guys like this that we see some flash and say, that's a sure thing right there. Uh, and he could end up being like a DeMar DeRozan type guy where he's like, you know, not going to be an all-star, but he's a solid player. Um, I, he obviously could turn into Paul George too. So, but I don't think it's, I don't think any of these guys are sure things when you just see the potential. So, so I don't know, I, but I, I just, I just think he's been kind of screwed by his coaching so far. I like his dunks. Such a good dunker. We were talking about this in the green room before recording, but he had a really nice dunk tonight, and there were a lot of good dunks tonight. They won that game, for those who tuned in early. I think the final was 94. Yes. And um, the other rookie, Catnap, said a really good dunk. Oh, pardon me? No, you know how I feel about slam dunks. I know, but there there, there are some good dunks. Is that his deal? I want to like him. No, no, no. He he only finger rolls. He does finger rolls. Well, too. I don't care if he and dunks. It's just, I don't want that to be his thing. Is that he's super good at dunking? I want him to be good at like basketball. He's the most aggressive Timberwolf as far as trying to oh. score that I have seen in. All right, oh, I can't really even think of the last one. J.R. Ryder. So he's J.R. Ryder might actually be the right answer. <laughs> <laughs> he will attack the basket, not necessarily Wait. with the right intentions. He's just attacking well, it. But Berea would do that too. I mean, he would like yeah. I, the games I watched. Berea would let, and then he'd you know do behind the back. <laughs> oh, it's throw so it off the scoreboard, but he would uh, he'd attack the hoop. Three Timberwolves in their entire history have attacked the basket: J.R. Ryder, Andrew Wiggins, and J.J. Berea. <laughs> Those J.J. Berea would like he'd run full speed into the paint and then throw it up, and it'd land like in a yeah. bowl of nachos at Hubert's. <laughs> Scoop shot behind his back, off the scoreboard, nothing like that. He was basically the Rex Grossman of point guard. <laughs> <laughs> it, I'm going deep. That's all I'm doing. Oh, man. They might call pass interference. You just never know. Leave it to Clarence to come up with the perfect comparison for yep. the Jim rules. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I, I don't know. I mean, Towns is already... An awesome player. Towns is, is he their best player already? Oh, yeah. Yes. yes. Not going to be. Is he currently is. the best player on the roster? Yes. He is. Yes. He is? He's fucking awesome, dude. He's really, really good. Yes. Uh, he is. Why aren't they winning? So they have him and they have Wiggins and yeah. they have Rubio. Why aren't they winning? Because Sam Mitchell <sighs> plays Greg Doritos in the fourth quarter. What? So it's completely on the coach? Yes. Is it really that bad? Well, no. Well, it's not completely on like the coach. But... Had, who's the best coach in the league? If, let me ask this. Pop, Popovich. If they had Popovich, how many, what would be their record currently if they had Popovich as a coach with the exact same roster they already have? let Brandon feel this one. Jesus Christ. I don't want to do this. I feel like <laughs> somehow I'm being told. Do it. You don't get to punt. Say, no. They're... What would be their record if Pop? 
top. I don't know what their record is now, so you got to tell me that too. They're twelve and twenty right now, I think, something like that. Let's just say twelve and twenty. What would be their record with Popovich? Sixteen and fourteen. So four wins. They'd be a winning. They'd be over five hundred. Fifteen and fifteen. Something like playoff team. So. They've they also the played two fewer games with Popovich. Is the oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sixteen and sixteen. Yeah, <laughs> uh, four and three. Maybe <laughs> four and three right now. Would they be a playoff team with Popovich as the coach? Well, you know, I I, I think it's a. I, it's I, a simple I question, Norm. <laughs> I bet you we can answer it. This is not a congressional hearing. You're getting very nervous. <laughs> no, I'm honestly trying to think about, like, would Sipping they be a like playoff team? I'm trying to think about what playoff means this year pitchers. just because, you know, I don't even know what the playoff – I don't have the standings in front of me right now. I have no idea if they would be in the playoffs or not. I mean, I feel like the West is down this year, so they may be able to sneak in a little bit. It wasn't like the way it was three years ago where you needed 50 wins to get in. It's a little more top-heavy this year. So I think they'd be fighting for it. Um but you're saying if they have Towns and they have Wiggins and they have Rubio, why aren't they better? Well, exact same roster. Well, because Wiggins yeah. isn't that great right now. So you're saying already our third best player is Wiggins, and he's not even league average. So Towns is great, and Rubio is really good, and that's it. That's We had a bunch of other okay players. So They have nobody else above average. Above average? I I don't think so. I think they've got a bunch of guys who are who are average and do good things that could potentially turn into something better. Uh, Jang and Muhammad and Levine and these guys are all like pretty good, pretty okay. So they're average, and we've got a bunch of KG and Tayshon that, if they're used correctly, they're average. Um, we really have two above average players, and. And Wiggins, who very quickly will be very well above average, but at this point, maybe the way he's being used or or the way they're they're um, I mean, look, people way smarter than me with basketball. I'm not a brilliant basketball mind by any stretch. Are saying that our offensive uh, system or plays or whatever you, playbook is as archaic as it gets in the league. They have there are. At least this was true a week or two ago. There are individual players who have taken more corner threes than our entire team. And that's the most efficient uh, shot. And I mean, that's, you know, it's a really the amazing important. thing about the corner it's, three is how long it took everyone to realize, you know, this part of the three point line is closer to the basket than the other parts of the three point line. Yeah, like they designed the court wrong. That's a loophole we can exploit. If we. Go ahead and shoot more threes from the corner. We'll probably make slightly more of them over the long term than we would from any other part of the three-point line. What do you think? I know. It's crazy. And I was talking to a buddy last night. Uh, um, Mitchell's counter-argument, and you know he's kind of a dick to the media, which I don't think is that big of a deal, but his counter always is like, why do you guys keep hassling us about threes? We would take him if we had anybody who could shoot him. And I just think, like, I think that's false. I mean... Uh, Towns even can shoot threes. Wiggins, Levine, Martin, Rubio's always... Greg Doritos made a corner three tonight. He made a corner three. Rubio has been league average in previous years. So, yes, of course you have guys who can shoot the three. They're all working on threes because they know how important they are. So I think that's such a such a weird cop-out that I... I don't know. Again, like, 
I know he's. Is that it? I know is, Mitchell's a really smart guy. Like I'm oversimplifying. He is a very smart guy, and he knows way more basketball than I do. There has to be another reason why we are lowest in the league. I I don't know what it is, but I just wish I could figure it out. I wish he would explain, rather than being a dick to the media, about why they're not taking three pointers. Um, I I I don't know. Is that your biggest argument against off, his offensive system? Is that they don't take threes, or is it more? Is there more to it? Are they? Do they have to take like four passes before every shot? Like Norman Dale, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, they only let I mean, him dribble twice, and then you got to pass. What it. is? No, is it it's that the they're pointers? it's that they are passing up three pointers, or they're not focusing on three pointers. Uh, they're, you know, I don't know exactly that. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but they're like bottom three in the league in taking three pointers. And they're number one in the league in long two pointers, which is the worst. Which is the worst shot in basketball? It's the worst shot in any basketball league you've ever played in. Go down to the Y. That's a bad shot. That's a shitty. You shouldn't be taking those. So you should be striving to take fewer of those. Uh, you would think, but so it's that combination. Yeah, if they were replacing all these three pointers, they're not taking by with layups or shots for three feet from the basket. That'd be fine. They'd be fine with that. Well, yeah, the Grizzlies for years uh, were very low in three-pointers, but they took so many shots in the paint. So the people yeah. were like, well, yeah, that's another high-efficiency shot. You have to be in the paint or from the three-pointer for it to make sense. And we're not. We're leading the league by, a, as far as I know, a pretty good amount in long two-pointers. The Wolves are basically saying, we don't have anybody to shoot these 24-footers, so we're going to shoot as many 18-footers as we can get. Yes, yes, exactly. And again, there may be a good reason for this. I just wish anybody in this state was told the reason that they're like this. And I don't really know if anybody knows. So this started out to be an assessment of Wiggins, and then I brought it over to Mitchell again. Yeah, and then we ended up arguing about <laughs> Sam Mitchell, because that's what we do. Well, I, the nice thing is we actually didn't argue about it. I feel like we all are. Yeah, we're all on the same page, Ron. We either agree or just don't care. Which mm-hmm. I'm going to count as agreement. Yep, that's a win for us. <laughs> I'm not. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, should we do some uh, uh, lightning round non-sports content? Yep, let's do it. Sure. So, um, do you guys, uh, we have a, a, a dear listener and friend of the podcast named John Sharkman. And today he wrote a tweet about a friend of his and... I don't know if anybody of you saw this tweet or this series of tweets that he had. I wanted to, I want to talk about it because I just thought it was the funniest thing in the world. They have uh, a fantasy football league wherein if you if you get last place in the league, you have to retake the ACT. <laughs> and then if and then when this this last place finisher goes to retake the ACT, they all take a party bus out to the high school where this <laughs> ACT test is being taken place. And they tailgate outside while the guy is inside taking the test. And so this is not John. This is a friend of his. Um, Bearcat, I believe, is who it was. Bearcat. Yes. Dave Bearcat, who we all know and love. Bearcat, who we know and love. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to, uh, A, I just wanted to mention, if anybody didn't see that, that is just just a, just a sublime just idea. It is just the greatest <laughs> ever. But it got me thinking. I've kind of had this 
thing kicking around in my head. And I'm, I'm always, I think it's just a fantastic conversation piece with you with somebody to talk about some of these like traditions that people have invented, like invented traditions. Um, and I just think it would be the most brilliant uh, TV show in the world if you could, I don't know, take submissions for, for some of these sort of ideas. It could be a theme, fantasy football or or Halloween or Thanksgiving or, or a holiday or something and just have people submit like, here's what we do. And then you would go to the location and, and experience it with this family or friends or whatever. Um, and, uh, and this would be, this would be one of them. So if anybody has like a couple, I don't know, two, $3 million, I guess we'd probably have to invest in this. We, the sportive guys, this could be our new TV show. If we can I mean, monetize this sportive thing, I'm in. Yeah. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah. All right. We've got something to spend the first $2 million we make off the sportive on. If somebody sends us $2 million, we're, I'm not making a fucking television show. I'm telling you that. <laughs> I'm taking my 500 k and I'm fucking gone. Yeah. It's fucking, you will never hear from me ever again. What right. the hell ever happened to him? Yeah, but I think even the small things that, that we've talked about on Twitter about holidays, you know, my... When we, we were talking about Thanksgiving, obviously, just a month or so back, and we had a bunch of us kind of going back and forth. Well, my family does this. My family does that. And it was so interesting to me um, the way people just kind of invent their new things to do for a certain time frame. Um, and this past year, um, I don't know where the idea – I think it came from my boss. So my boss is Jewish. And we were talking about, uh, we have Christmas plans. We have to do this, 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 whatever. She goes, okay, well, that sounds fun. What we're going to do is... My boss is a Jewish carpenter. Sorry, never. I mean, <laughs> interrupt. Keep going. Shout out to Jesus. Shout out to Jesus. Uh, we say that every show. So that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, so she said, I'm our, sorry, totally what, we do, what we do on Christmas is we order Chinese food and watch movies all day. And I was like, that sounds like so much more fun than what I do on Christmas. So... My the my me and my wife and our two kids we had a uh, Broxy Jewish Christmas the day after Christmas this year and that's exactly what we did we ordered Chinese food and watched movies so that's what our new tradition is we're having our own uh, Jewish tr- Christmas so those sort of things I think is a really I just I get a kick out of hearing some of those family friend traditions or whatever so I'm just trying to think of how to take that idea and turn it into something more fun where I could hear more of these I want to hear from the Bearcats around the world. And I don't have the, I just need somebody to give me money because I don't have any other energy to like figure it out any other way. So if any, I don't know, like yeah. a rich. If anybody, if any rich old people listen to this podcast <laughs> and you're too senile to know the difference, we help children and we will, are going to make this TV show. We'll pitch it to like a, uh, is, is, does Spike still exist? Active. AXS, something here. I'll look it up. AXS, way high on the screen on the television. Oh, let me look up a channel in the thousands. That one that's labeled NASA. NASA. <laughs> Even like that FXX network, just something kind of reels. And it's called like Better Traditions or New Traditions or something. And uh, and then you'd get great ideas, and you could just go do some of these things if you wanted to. Because I mean, Dave Bearcat, that's. Velocity. We're gonna call velocity. We'll call it the way we've never done things. The way we've the the new way to do things. The new way to live life. 
Al Jazeera. Al Jazeera. <laughs> Brandon naming a podcast. We're going to call it Brandon's Podcast. <laughs> Here are some great ideas of things to do if you're looking for them. Season one. Well, anyway, it was interesting Season to two. me. As yep. most of my conversations, it was interesting to me. <laughs> the problem is, me, like a lot of other people, I don't have... I don't have the ability to create new traditions because I'm stuck in the old traditions. I know. I know. You have to do the old traditions, but I think when you can, try to come up with a new tradition uh, when possible. The Broxy Jewish Christmas is one example, but I'm sure there are lots of other ones yep. as well. And There's I, other ones out there. And I honestly would love if there was some footage of uh, Dave Bearcat and his friends. I'd watch that show. Yeah, why not? I mean, it's either that or one of the other bowl games, right? I'd flip back and forth. <laughs> Uh, okay, that's all I had to say about that. Clarence. What, what else we got on lightning round? We got a minute left uh, a piece. Tell me what you got going on for New Year's. It's People are mostly probably listening to this on uh, 31st, so they're gearing up. Uh, Clarence, what do you got? I know you got some plans. I am going to a bar in northwest Wisconsin. Oh, boy. With yes. friend of the podcast, Irv. Irv. And, he's our uh, he's our friend, and he's he's more of like our, our, our he's our guiding light, I think. Mm-hmm. Like I said, he's our he spiritual is. advisor. <laughs> he is something else. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna go to a bar, and uh, they got a band. They got a live band. Nice. And we got a babysitter, and our nice. we're gonna go with our wives. Yes, and uh, yeah. And uh, we're going up there with the kids and, and the wives, but we're uh, we're bringing along a babysitter, which is kind of a unique twist. And uh, she's going to stay back and watch the, the the kids, and we're going to go go to the bar after the kids go to bed. Do, so, do you know the bar, the band that's playing, or do you? I don't even do care. Not, no, doesn't matter, right? They're going to be playing some, they're, they're some journey. Big sexy. Big sexy. Isn't that a nickname of some like some wrestler? Athlete? I believe. Oh, that's right. Yeah, wrestler. Big, sexy. I was going to say Adam Dunn. Never mind. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I think that'll be fun. So, what are the bands that they're going to be covering? Like Tom Petty, you know, guaranteed. Who do you think? Um, who do you, I, I have no idea. Garth Their Brooks. name is sexy, so I'm trying to think. Like Big metal, like Jovi and Poison and that genre. Yeah, yeah, they're they're aggressive. Yeah, they're not going to be playing like Hank yeah. Williams. New Year's Eve, Nothing two dollar like rails and uh, fucking '80s hair metal covers. Sure, I'm in paradise. Uh, I think that's probably going to be the best. Of our four plans, somebody can somebody well, prove me wrong, John? What do you got? I, I've gotten distracted here because in late breaking news, Aaron Gleeman has just put out his his top thirty Twin Cities tweeters list, and one of our own, good old Steve Newman, is at number one this year. All right, congrats! Yeah, way to go! Uh, yeah, I don't, Stu. can't believe it. Holy in, shit! In 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 number, speech, number speech, 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 also speech. in the top ten, Clarence Swamptown, number six. Hey, that's, hey, that's better than nothing. 
Good job. And I'll fuck it. I'll take it. I've scrolled pretty far down to find myself, and I'm not on the list this year. Oof. After two years oh. on the list, I've dropped off. Oof. So what do you got to do, John? What, mm-hmm. what do you got to do? Uh, I'm going to quit Twitter and cry for a it's long time. It's three words, John. It's That's just three words. It's squad. three yeah. three short words. Don't quit. What are the three short words? Cohesion? You're going to get it right. <laughs> no, I'm not going to get it right. you got to get it right for next year. I I'm was on for only one on. year. so I'm going to go and I'm going to feel really bad about myself for an entire year. <laughs> Because that's what I do. Well, that's not getting it right at all. No self-deprecation time has not worked. It's dead. We're going back to the self-deprecating. <laughs> you just got to be better at the memes, John. You got to get into the memes. That's People love memes. They do. I hate, I hate everything. Memes um, like being mean or memes like average? Averages. They love, they love memes. Memes and medians? <laughs> I love me. I mean, medians. I think is probably your quickest way to yeah. get to the, into the top thirty. Graphing and whatnot. Yeah. Midpoints. Midpoints, <laughs> arbitrary or not, they're great. Yeah. Uh, John, we asked you what you're doing for New Year's, and if it was going to be more fun than. Um, than I'm Clarence. going to watch movies, and there's a outside chance I may actually be awake till midnight. Netflix and chill. Nice. That's, <laughs> you're gonna Netflix and chill this year. Netflix and chill, baby. <laughs> Sorry, Lisa. I know you're listening. Oh my god. Oh boy. <laughs> There's no way Lisa knows what Netflix and chill means. Oh, okay. that's great. Uh, Stu. Well, like, no. Now that my circumstances have changed, um, no. Um, you got, got a big uh, time. You got a big party to go to. Yeah. Red carpet. Party with uh, some friends of ours in St. Paul, actually, and probably going to head to Sweeney's beforehand to have a bump or two because they live like two blocks from there. So, and Sweeney's is awesome. Well, Sweeney's now that awesome. You're, you're number one, you, you may be asked to be part of the Itasca project. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. You know, just leave <laughs> your phone on. I'll leave it on, and when they realize I'm not a scion of the Dayton <laughs> Department Store's fortune, they'll say, oh, nope, wrong number. We've got some Sorry, new members. We may, we, maybe we should go around the table and introduce ourselves. Hi, I'm the, uh, yeah. I'm the CEO of Target. Um, uh, I'm CEO of General Mills. Um, Aaron Gleeman's number one. <laughs> My dad works for the phone company. It's retired now. <laughs> well, I'm the CEO of the phone company. Did he own? No, he worked for the phone company. He was, <laughs> yeah, he no, lineman. he just was employed. <laughs> I just worked there. Oh, God. Yeah, well, this is just, yeah, wow. My my whole world has changed. It's upside down right now. I was wondering yeah. why my phone was going nuts. Um, that must be oh, why. Congratulations. My phone Funny. hasn't done much of anything besides just cut out on you guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You guys both deserve to be there. I'm, 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 you know, I'm just happy to be in proximity to you. You know, I'm like one, one degree away someday, someday. All right. Uh, and I have nothing else going on either. I'm going to, uh, hang out at a friend's house and have a sleepover. So I'm going to be drinking just hundreds of beers. Yeah. We're crashing too. We don't want to deal with driving, even though if you know, one of us stays sober, it just doesn't, you know, it's not a as fun. There's so many idiots on the road, and just yeah, it's try to steer clear of idiots tomorrow and all of 2016. That should be one of our yes, that seems group to be resolutions. A, that is such a good idea. Okay, well we'll go over maybe some more resolutions next week, and then um, yeah, yeah. All right, good. Well, before my phone cuts out once again, <laughs> one more time. <laughs> yeah, 
we'll uh we'll say goodbye uh happy new year and we'll catch you in 2016 uh we miss you and we love you number one (laughs) (laughs) bye planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.